Hey everybody, it's Melanie. Welcome back to the Mama's Den. We are here in full effect after a an eventful Mother's Day month Woo-woo. of May, which we all had our mamas on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Which is really interesting. We hope you guys enjoyed those episodes, getting to know our mamas a little bit better and indeed also getting to know us a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just wanting to talk about with you guys today how we felt about that. Like, what do we think about now that we met all of our moms and, and, uh, are we really like our moms? Mm. Like, I remember when your mom came in, I thought your mom was coming in like, woo, party time, party time. Your mom was actually so much more- Chill. Um, chill and like, uh, what's the word? Like more, Subdued? like my mom, which I was shocked. Mm. Like I, re- I really did. Like I, when I heard your mom speak and talking about how she raised you and the things that she said, I didn't realize that our moms are actually very similar mm. in the way that they were more traditional or like their discipline styles. Yeah. I really thought my mom was like the OG, like discipline tyrant mom. But both of y'all's moms had you young. Well, right? no, Wasn't my, my like... mom, my mom had my brother at 19. She was yes. married with she was married with a baby at 19, but she had me at 26. Got it. Yes, so she was a little yes, older, yes. but I think, you know, my mom's an immigrant. She's Caribbean. I thought that had a lot to do with why she was the way that she was. But then meeting Felicia's mom, she was like American. She had her her babies young, but the values and like the way she approached motherhood and that relationship. Like I'm not, I'm not your friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought your mom was like, no, you are my friend. Like your whole. No, that I'm telling so you that happened. Like, as she said on the podcast too that day, like that happened more recently. And I, I feel like it happened when me and the kid's father separated. Mm-hmm. I feel like she kind of realized like, OK, my daughter really needs me because mm-hmm. I've, I'm the kid that doesn't ask for help. I always got it under control. You know, I only ask my mom if it's like I'm in dire need of something. But. Yeah, no, she's very like, even sometimes I'll be like, you're my homegirl. She's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, mom, we, you already told me, you already told me this. So move on, girl. But yeah, no, that's so recent. Oh, God, so recent. Well, 26 is still young because I remember I yeah. had a mirror at 24 mm-hmm. and I was definitely very strict with her. I don't parent the same way now. So I do feel like when you're in your 20s and you have a baby, it's probably one or the other. You're like young and you feel like, OK, these are my little homies Or you're younger and you feel like I'm a mom and I'm going to be a little more strict because, number one, you're probably thinking about whatever mistakes you made. You don't want that for your kid. You want to do better than your parents. You kind of go in. People are already thinking against you. Right, right, right. Yes, that's a thousand percent. For sure, for me, I wasn't married and I was 24. I just like came back from doing ballet and like my life was different. So you want to show people like, even though I'm a mom, I'm a good mom and I'm not what you think of me. And I was like had public insurance at that time. So I wasn't like really having a lot of money. So I really wanted to like highlight my motherhood. And it's not a game. Like my kid is smart and she can read and you know what I mean? All of those things. Mm -hmm. So I do think that that's probably why your moms were more so like that. My mom was super free though. Just. Which is also so interesting because (laughs) I would have maybe thought that your mom was more structured the way you are me too that's what i thought i was really shocked to see that your mom was so free this is her mom was so my mom you know she's an aquarius honey oh <laughs> no i'm laughing because a uh, sharice from um 
She said we always bring up our zodiac signs in our episodes. Yes, we do. <laughs> so what? This is Mom's mm-hmm. Jen. I'm um, a rotisserie chicken. And what? <laughs> <laughs> with a with a side of coleslaw rising. Okay? That was hilarious. <laughs> um, but no, my mom's mom was my grandmother was very strict. My mother always says to me, "You are just like my mom." I am literally when I tell you that my grandmother used to be like, "You're walking too hard." Yes, she would be like, stop walking so hard on the floor. We were like, whoa, my God. That's me. Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, peace, girl. (laughs) It's like very strict though. My mom was a good balance, I think. She was strict in a sense. She taught me really great values. Like if the couch costs 200 or 2000, you treat everything in our home like it was a million dollars. Like, so she was strict in a way like, very regimented as far as we couldn't be dirty every Sunday we were cleaning the house cleaning the baseboards with a toothbrush she would turn on Bob Marley we already knew what it was it's time to clean the house um and she made us clean up after ourselves like in that way cleanliness she was really strict but when it came to like our interests and our personalities and who we wanted to be she was very free like would tell me at a young age I don't care if you ever get pregnant just let me know I'll be there for you like whatever mistakes you make I'm here for you she never made me feel like we had to be perfect for her to love us. So where do you feel like you got, like, did you have a, a, a close relationship with her mom? My grandmother? Yeah. Yeah. We were super close. It was crazy. I didn't even know that my mom didn't talk to her mom for two years when I was little because my grandmother didn't want my mom to be with my dad because he was black. Never knew. Wow. Yeah. I found out later on, but my mom and her mom were close and I was close to my grandmother, but my grandmother also had, um, she was handicapped. So she had crutches her whole life. She got Guillain-Barre, which is a respiratory disease, after she had my mom. But back then, they didn't know how to treat it. So they gave her a spinal tap, which left her paralyzed. I know. And Mm -hmm. then after she was temporarily paralyzed, it still left her without, like, the proper movement in her body. So she had, you know, I hate to use this as an analogy, but remember in, um, uh, what is his name? Forrest Gump. How he had those leg braces. My grandmother had those. And then she had crutches and she had to use them her whole entire life. Like the arm ones that go around your upper arm. Mm-hmm. So I think she was also super strict because of that. Me yeah. and my mom were just talking about this. Like, can you imagine if you have two little children and your husband leaves you because he doesn't want to live in the country? Shout out to my grandpa being trifling. But he left her. So I think she also was like, I'm not about to have these kids running around me. Mm-hmm. So she had to be very, very strict because she wow. had physical limitations. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just think I like being regimented though it just brings me peace Mm -hmm. did you guys feel with your parent or when your mom came like did your moms express anything that was new to you like or do you feel like it's things that you've heard cody cody's smiling smiling. no i mean i'm smiling because i'm thinking about there's like so little that's new right that um that she shares because as i mentioned like i was around my parents like very intimately Mm -hmm. early um I do remember her talking about entrepreneurship, though, Mm -hmm. in a way that I was like, huh, I never really realized it's like some of our similarities in that way. Mm -hmm. We do talk about entrepreneurship, but it's like how she uh, deals with people is very different than how I deal with people. (laughs) What is it? What is the difference? Wild. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, like whenever I'm expressing like a frustration or something to her, she's like, "Uh uh-uh, no, that is not like... I would not take that. Like, she is wild. Like, she was like, from nine to five, you are mine. Like, okay. (laughs) She was like, I mean, you know, so Crystal, you know, I'm I'm a kind person. I tell you, it could could go a whole nother way. Um, But yeah. It's in me. (laughs) So those are the conversations we have now. But uh, yeah, I don't think she shared anything that was shocking to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
not shocking, but I appreciated when my mom said like, Felicia has more patience than I have. Like that was, it made mm -hmm. me so happy because I feel like I intentionally work on that like really hard. And I've always been told like, you don't have any patience. And I'm like, no, I have a lot of patience. <laughs> like you just annoying, <laughs> but, you know? So that made me feel like so happy. So whenever I am having moments where I feel like I'm getting impatient with the kids, I always think like my mom told me I'm patient. <laughs> So it, I kind of like use it as an affirmation now. That's it's real awesome. cute. I know it's cute. I had the moment where it was actually Cody did this. My mom was telling a story about how she was like, oh, she's disrespectful and she doesn't deserve my presence. She was talking about Ooh, how child. she was. And Cody was like, is she disrespectful or was she behaving disrespectfully? Mm. It was something to that effect. And I was like, boop, checkmate. <laughs> because it's interesting. It's like, <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, Mama I Donna. I picture Melanie inside being like, yeah, yeah everybody help me out. And you know, my mom paused <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I guess it was that. But it's just so interesting to see that my mom is such a 10 toes down person. Like she's like, I said what I said, even if I don't, even if inside, I know I don't mean it. I said what I said, even if say it don't it again. <laughs> right. And I think that that was my biggest thing growing up with my mom is that like, I would go to her and be like, well, make it make sense. Like, mm -hmm. talk to me about this. And she, there was just no, it was what I said went, and that's what I said. Mm -hmm. And so th that there just couldn't be this other side. So when Cody said that, and my mom took a step back and said, oh, yeah, I guess I was like, ooh. But I think that it's really important, I think, as parents, we also recognize that there are very different ways you can look at things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes what we're taking so personally from our kids is actually not, you know, sometimes like Cameron's not listening. I'm like, oh, he's not listening. Why aren't you like, mm -hmm. you know, why are you why are you being so difficult or what? And then I sit there and I have to ask myself, I'm like, he's not like defying me. Is he right. really defying me? Is he having a rough day? Is there something he's hold, withholding or doesn't want to talk about or whatever it is? And I think that that's the difference generationally that I was able to see in the difference between me and my mom. But we are very similar. And sometimes that's very triggering for me. <laughs> yeah. Because like Jared will sit there. I love you, Jared, but you already know we're going to fight about this. Jared is like, Jared will sit there and say, you and your mom are a lot alike. You guys are a lot alike. Mm -hmm. And I always tell him, I'm like, be careful how you say that to me. Because mm. if you're using it only to say weaponizing it yeah. to me when I'm acting like the things I don't like about my mom, mm. I'm like, use it in the things that you get to benefit off of that I'm like my mom. Yeah. And I'm nurturing and I will take care of this house yeah. and I will do it all for you because I love you. Like, that's those are the beautiful things about my mom. She was just so caring that way. Yeah. So it's triggering for me when I hear him say, yeah, you guys are a lot alike because I take that right away. I'm like, so what? Yeah. I'm like, am I difficult? Am I not willing to budge? Am I stubborn? Like, Ooh, cancer. Ooh, yeah. cancer. Right up in my yeah. feelings. No, but but I feel that because I feel like my sister, there's times where she'd be like, you're just like your mom or my grandmother. And they would say it to try to offend me. Mm -hmm. But then after a while, Dang. I was like, my mom's cool. I'm like, so thank you. So I just chose to focus on like, I don't know what it is that you're talking about. Yeah. But I'm identifying it with like, I'm tight. Whether mm -hmm. you have an attitude or not. That's great. Well, that's interesting because I wonder why you don't look at it like maybe there's some areas that I need to grow in because whatever negative experience you're having with your mom that would trigger you to immediately go to the negative experiences you have with your mom when yep. someone compares you to that. Maybe other people are having those experiences with, with y'all. So it might, especially if it's your sister, it might be room to be like, 
Am Girl. I carrying on those that, negative qualities that me. my mom has? Because that's Chia will tell me the same thing. He'd yeah. be like, you get mad at your mom for doing that all the time. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, ah, shit. I don't want to yes, be like that. Exactly. But like, I love my mom. I want to be like her. Like you said, the good things, good right? Things, right. Okay, but, but the bad things, also, no. I get it too. Let me just be clear. Tommy says the same thing. Okay. <laughs> I will say like all of us and them, like uh, there's going to be good and bad. Oh, that's mm-hmm. my husband building something. Should we make sure he's okay? You all right? <laughs> but is it really bad? Well, I feel like those words are like, you know? I, well, he he distracted me. Oh. But mm-hmm. I just mean in terms of like, there's always like, there's always two sides to everything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so what might make someone stubborn and difficult is their desire to truly, you know, make their kids better. Right. Or to get them to understand um, the, how to be safe. Or how to, yes. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, how absolutely. to be respectful. Yeah. And so the the quote unquote bad comes with good. Yeah. Right? No, that exactly to your point. So whenever my sister, my grandmother would be like, you're just like your mom. It's always the same scenario. It's my mom is so big on holding people accountable. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. if you are going to say you're going to do something or you say you want to lose weight, she's like, don't pick up the phone and call me and complain and you're not doing nothing about mm-hmm. it and you're eating a box of donuts. I'm the same exact mm-hmm. way. I'm like, but also that is how we love. So now that I understand, yes, exactly. you know, like I understand that my mom is not just being hard on people. Like it's because she wants you to be like live a long time. Mm-hmm. Right. But okay. every single time they say it, it's always like, cause I'm holding you accountable. Cause you need to go get a job girl. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> right? Like I'm not, I want your that. life to be the best that it can possibly Child, be. Yeah, right, and right. I want you to stop asking me for money. Like what are we no, talking about? That's yeah. fair. That's super no, fair. Absolutely. Yeah. But people, yeah. people will, they will use it sometimes in your life. Like, especially if they have the same experience, you know, yeah. like if you know my mom, you know, the, you're you. You can only imagine, although there are some friends of mine who love my mom so much for like what she gives them as far as like the cooking, the love, the warmth, the laughter, the personality. I have a friend named shout out to D'Lobi. And every time I say, yeah, you know, Donna, she don't play. He's like, do blasphemy. Don't you dare speak about angel mama Donna ever this way. And I'm like, you love me. Don't do this. And he's like, you, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, I refuse to engage in this conversation. But, you know, it's, it, it is such a funny thing. Why is it? Like, where does that thing come from? Historically, that's like, you know, you're just like your mother. Mm. Like from your dads or from your siblings or from like, what my grandparents it's like duh I, I probably would be she's my female archetype that mm-hmm. came for me, came for she <laughs> right. made me she's the female it, the greatest female influence mm. for the most part of people's lives that you have so you are going to be influenced by them you are going to be an iteration of them but i think to what we're talking about definitely something for me is that i truly do i i think at this point in my life I'm able to see my mother for who she is as a person Mm -hmm. based off of understanding and having compassion for the collection of experiences that I've seen her go through, that I understand about how she was raised. You know, as a kid, you don't really have the maturity or even the awareness to decipher what that means. You're just like, mom's being mean. You don't understand that mom's carrying trauma. Like, it's a thing, you know? So I think now that I see my mom... I have so much more compassion. Our relationship is the best it's ever been now mm-hmm. so, because what I appreciate too is that we've been able to grow. My mom has now been able to grow to kind of also say, oh, my daughter's wise. 
I could probably yeah. learn from that a yeah. little bit. I think she got this. And I appreciate it. Yeah, and yeah. I appreciate it, you know? I, you, and I appreciate that a lot. Do you guys ever compare, like, okay, so people do it to us, but do you guys ever look at your kids like, oh, you remind me so much of your dad or, like, whatever? What? So with Zen specifically. Ooh, what's that, Ashley? <laughs> so, I'm listening to oh, the listeners. <laughs> with Zen specifically, well, both of us, but peace will do... I'm going all over the place. Okay, so peace and zen, my two children. (laughs) (laughs) We got bars. (laughs) Um, Zen is so particular about the way he dresses. Mm. His pants have to fall the proper way on the shoe. Like it's very, it can be very obsessive. Mm -hmm. And he's just particular. And so this morning I can identify and I'm like, that's your father. So we called this morning, but it was, and I told him, I was like, Gavin, your son is your son. <laughs> I'm like a hundred percent. And then, you know, peace will do something, whether it's like, maybe she has like a little attitude or maybe, you know, she's being super sweet. I'm like, oh, that's totally me. I'm like, girl, you are me, <laughs> you know? So it's, it. do you guys ever do that or see yourself in your kid? Like, hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like I, I see their dad, Amira, we call Amira Jr. anyway, because she <laughs> looked just like Chia and she processes. Really, it's the processing of the information. Isn't for that me. crazy? Yes. That's the crazy That's part. The crazy That's the crazy part. part. Because I'll, like, I would say me and Amira actually have similar personalities as far as like how silly we are together. And like, I don't know, it might be my Pisces moon and she's a Pisces, but we really just click mm. up and vibe. Like we watch a movie and cry together. And, oh, Pisces. Yes. Through and through. And we're very intuitive as far as like... Ex- Chia always says this. He's like, you and Amir like anticipate needs very well. And I think that's what makes Amir like really good at working for people. Yeah. But she just like, I, I can tell what people need before they ask me. But the way she processes information is all her father. And that is how like you interact with someone like when you're talking to them. Mm-hmm. But Juju, baby, that's me all day. Yeah. <laughs> AZ. And I, that's why I'm, but you know what? I feel like I don't use it as a negative. It yeah. makes me be closer to my children and know how to deal with them better because Azara is so outward like me. Like if she's mad, she's mad. If she's happy, she's happy. We wear our heart on our sleeves. You can tell how we feel that I'm very protective of her because I know her intentions are always pure. She's just learning how to really express. Yes, communicate. And my mom would just call me evil. She would just be like, oh my God, you're being so evil because I had an attitude. But like, no, I have a lot of feelings. I don't know how to articulate them. Yeah. And so I'm very mindful of name calling my children mm-hmm. absolutely yes. yes i don't do that at yes. all yeah i'm like what's going on baby girl like yeah. you seem very upset and i don't even tell them they're upset like don't you hate when people label your feeling like because sometimes when i'm mad i'm really sad it yeah. just looks like i'm mad do you right. know what Translated i mean diff- yeah, yeah. so i'll be like what's going on like you're coming off like you're upset like is there something else going on mm-hmm. so i feel like knowing myself makes me know my kids better because i can identify those triggers from my, my childhood mm-hmm. and like cater to them better that's how that reminds me a lot of zen zen then the way that he tra- the way that he processes information mm-hmm. is very much how I did when I was younger. He like overthinks, yeah. he worries, he'll be anxious about something mm. that didn't even happen yet. Yeah. And I look at him and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I needed somebody to be this aware yep. and hold mm-hmm. my hand through this. So we are so on top of it. I'll call his dad like, all right, cool. So this week when he's at your house, can you please have him work on not screaming or crying his emotions? Like, how do we talk and use our words? That's but beautiful. It's overwhelming to him. You yeah, know? for sure. I'm like, I know exactly how that feels. I'm like, my ass on anxiety medication because I'm like, I can't take it. Yeah. So, you know, trying to 
give him the tools at a young age. I'm like, that is the part of parenting that I'm so thankful for that yes. we have the ability to like press pause, slow it down, you know, and really just grab their hands and walk them through life. Why are you looking at me? Because I want to hear about you and them 2020 twins. That's, that's what I was actually going to tell over. I was like, because you have three boys. Yeah. And I think it's always like easy when it's just like, oh, just, you see boys to their daddies yeah. or like, yeah, you know, daughters yeah. to their moms. For or whatever. sure. Like, is there a child that's like very, you see it. You're like, oh, no, no, this is me. Yeah, that's Langston. But oh, yeah. at first I was going to say, I was really just listening because I'm like, I don't think about it that much. Mm -hmm. And there are, uh, Tommy knows this, you know, annoying traits that he has that Brooks has. <laughs> okay. Like the specificity. I can you know tell. what I mean? I like you say something, you ask something, and he's like, well, you said this. <laughs> the but receipt. You meant, but you meant that? What? You know, like, <laughs> wait, wait, you don't leave me alone. <laughs> and so that's very annoying. Um, and Tommy. And, and I would say Brooks is like the very specific, like just like quest for knowledge and like the nerdiness, right? He loves everything. Like he loves science and dinosaurs and at like space. Like, but I mean like over the top, like deeply. And so all I think all of that is Tommy. And so I'm like, what is what does he do that is like me? Okay, so he kind of messy. Oh, like his room, like he and he knows now he's aware. He's just like, I really got to get that in order because his desk at school is a thing. The teachers are like, we're trying to get him to put things where they belong. You know, like, but it's like, I think he just stuffs everything in his yeah. desk. So he lost some money. There's some fake school money. But he was sad because he couldn't buy this thing at school with the fake money because he lost the fake money in his desk. <laughs> it's a good lesson, though. Well, yeah, I agree. Carl, I didn't agree. know you were messy like that. I don't need Crystal shaking her head, <laughs> first of all. She's a squirt. Second of all, I mean, if you look at my desk in the office, like, and then when I need to move stuff, I just put it on the floor. Oh, wow. Don't shake your head, Crystal. I can see you. <laughs> so, yes, I do. I do that. I'll stack it up, but it'll be in a pile. And so my mess for me is like, I know what's there. Yeah. But it, but I wish I wasn't like that. Says every for messy sure. person. Right. you like, that's my mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a real mess. Like, okay, Jared, Jared literally calls me a super spreader. <laughs> he what? calls me a super spreader. He says, you just spread your stuff everywhere. Oh, it's like, it's Lord just God. everywhere. And I'm like, I have stuff. But it's funny because it's actually kind of true. But I've been noticing, though, too. She said I have stuff. I do. I have a lot of stuff. But my, I, but I, first of all, I'm very organized. I know where all my stuff is. That's actually the thing. And when I'm ready to be in it, I'm in it. Yeah. It's staying in it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I took that sock out. I didn't use it. I should just put it back. I'm going to just put that sock on the dresser. Uh -huh. and oh, that my later. God. Yes. Right? But it's, oh, it's just, oh, it's my just, God. It's hives just, right It's just oh, funny because... You got to let my shoulders out. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh Jesus. It's just funny. It's anxiety. It's just funny. <laughs> but, then, but then Jared will be the type of person that will like step out of his clothes and leave them on the floor. Oh, Agreed. Agreed. And no. I, I would never do that. Like I would never, if I take out my clothes, they go in the hamper. Like yeah. I'm never just going to do that. Somewhere. Oh, but you leave your sock out. Just the one? Yeah, like if I took out a white <laughs> pair of socks and then I took out a black pair of socks and I chose the black pair of socks, I might not have went and put back the white pair of socks right away. I'll put it back later, yeah. but I wouldn't have put it back it's right there small. in that moment. I'll get to it. Yeah, I'm not a tornado. Look so, at this. Uh-uh. We're, we're, we're both over here judging y'all. High, high quality I, judgment. Well, really, <laughs> it's, it's not that I'm judging you. Is that I can't function Me like neither. That. But also, the reason why I'm like that is growing up, like it, the house was always a mess. So mm. I think I just got into this routine of like, just clean everything all the time. Mm -hmm. See, and I feel like I had the opposite. My house was always pristine. You weren't allowed to leave shoes at the front door at my house. So I feel like there's a part in me that also 
is exercising lack of restraint. Yeah, structure. like absolutely. Oh, I just get to do what I want to do now. Oh but, my but, god, but, you are Amira. Every you time you talk, I feel like you are Amira Lee. Girl, Chia. is Amira me or is she Chia? Who is she? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm like, ever I'm like, let me not be super strict with my daughter. Because every time you talk to me, like that's what my mom said, and then it, and then later on, I didn't want to blue blue blue. And Amira gonna be on podcast with our uh, with all our kids gonna be on her talking about We're it. All <laughs> talking about it. No, but it, I think it's really the truth, and I think subconsciously that's where it comes from for me, and also I think it comes from time management mm -hmm. that I think for me too is something. And I remember, I remember when I was younger, I had to go to a speech therapist for vocals, for singing. And uh, the speech therapist always used to tell me, she always used to be like, what do you do in the mornings? Like, mm -hmm. what is your life like? And I, I was like, I don't know. I get up. Mind you, I'm like 17, <laughs> 18, 19, something like that. And she's like, what do you do in the mornings when you get up? And she's like, the first thing that I want you to do is I want you to warm up your voice. She said, you hear the way that you speak, you speak terribly. And I was like, Oh, and she was just like, I bet you don't make your bed either. And Ooh. I was like, I don't make my bed. And she was like, yeah, I can tell. Mm. And it was really, in, I never forgot that because she told me, she was like, imagine the time that you save when you just do what it is that you need to do or put things back. Absolutely. Read, put them back or operate in a space where. Tommy says, take care of your future self. Okay, Tommy. Okay, Tommy with the words. I'll take the quote. Doesn't mean I yeah, because I don't want to come the, back I'll into it later. Quote. I might I'm be tired. Take the advice. <laughs> this is like more work. Yeah, mm -hmm. but it, but it is true. It, it is true, and I see that with my son Cameron. <laughs> Cameron is a whirlwind. Does it drive you crazy? It drives me nuts. Yeah, drives me nuts really? every single time. But yes, every single time it drives me nuts. But at the same time, I'm trying to also instill these practices for him that I also am practicing for myself. Absolutely. So it's quite interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's parenting. Well, wait, let me just go back to Langston really quick. Yes. Langston is like my sweet kind. Like they're all really sweet. But he <laughs> is like consistently just the softer one. Mm -hmm. You know, like you need that. The one that's going to hug and pat when somebody's hurt. Mm -hmm. And he's just, I mean, Aristotle does these things too, but usually Langston's like the leader on it. Mm -hmm. He was literally running around the house singing. Um, I'm not going to sing it, but he was going, it's love. It's love. It's love that makes the world go round. <laughs> I love it. That's you. I know. That's your little, that's your little tweeny twin. Tweeny twin twin. Yeah. He's that's very so like affectionate. Hmm. Oh, and he, funny you. enough, talking about labeling them. He, when they were, I guess one, he used to like, push Aristotle like we Tommy I didn't Tommy called him a bully and it was like very clear at that time that that label was um you know fitting of the moment mm -hmm. I refused because I was like we don't know yet we don't know. <laughs> but like that's how stark different it was because mm -hmm. he was like definitely going after Aristotle for reasons unknown really they got beef from the womb yeah right. he was eating yeah. all his food inside <laughs> right Nick, all literally flies Seriously? Literally. Well, actually, it was Langston that was eating Aristotle's food. Oh. Good, I think okay. and so, Langston was and so, baby B, but he was bigger. And hmm. so Langston is now the sweet one. Mm -hmm. That's riveting. Yes. Aristotle. Riveting. Aristotle like lies. And he sneaks. <laughs> I mean, he always tells us, which is why I'll say it. But like, he literally will be like, "No, I didn't lie that time. <laughs> I lied yesterday. yesterday. I, I'm not lying <laughs> now." Today. Like, okay, you need to. I think he's a writer. Who Aristotle? Yeah. 
sure. I think he's a writer. I think that's probably why he's lying because <laughs> I used to do that as a kid, just make up stuff to see if people would believe me. And I didn't know why. And now I'm like, oh, I just like to Telling tell stories. stories. Yeah, I think he Hilarious. might just naturally be a writer. You got to get him like a mm-hmm. little journal and put him in a class yeah. and he'll probably stop doing it at home. Actually, it's so funny that <laughs> you said idea. that because I've thought of that before. I really? used to like make up lies and I'm, but I connected it later. Like, oh, I really like to write and mm-hmm. read. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or you like to manipulate people's feelings. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not receiving that. Let me see how much I can fuck with you today. But it was, but it's, it was definitely That is definitely right. a Capricorn trait. <laughs> that is definitely a Scorpio trait. Don't play. I know what's happening. Y'all talk about, oh, maybe she's going to be a writer. Maybe I have an imagination. But nah, y'all, maybe y'all like to control shit. I do both. <laughs> I like yeah. to write and control, honey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely like to control. I do too. It mm-hmm. brings me deep joy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And um, bye. Well, holla.